Continuing with the Simane Aseder, we started talking about Karpas last time. Uh, we pointed out you have to eat less, specifically less than a Kezayit of Karpas, which is not a big deal if it's a bunch of leaves. Eating a Kezayit would actually be kind of difficult. Ashkenazim eat potatoes, so it's a little bit easier to eat a Kezayit, but you're supposed to eat less than a Kezayit, which is not hard, because it's not hard to eat less than a Kezayit. That said, the Kapachayim points out in a number of places that you shouldn't eat all the Karpas that's on the Ka'ara. And it's at this point that the Sukhana Ruch points out you're supposed to have a Ka'ara. You're supposed to have a big plate that has a little bit of each thing on it. He says, why does it have it on it? So you could eat it. It has the Karpas, so you should eat it. He says, yes, but there's a sod, there's a particular sod that's there. A little bit of Karpas should be left. So what do you do? You have Li'ayin Ara, a lot of people at your Seder. So you take, you have another bowl next to it. It's not a big deal. You keep the Ka'ara intact. You can take a little bit from it, but leave a little bit. And you can have a bowl of Karpas next to you. No problem, but a little bit of the karpas uh, should remain on the ka'ara. Uh, he points out that one of the things on the ka'ara is not the salt water. Salt water is not part of the ka'ara, and therefore it should be specifically separate, and uh, you can remove it from the table once you're done, uh, because there is no need to uh, to leave it there. It's not part of the salt of the ka'ara. Uh, similarly, this is Aruch now points out, he just goes through the other items you have to have on the ka'ara, so okay, you have to have karpas, you can eat karpas, you have to have maror, you're supposed to have charoset. And then also a zroa and a beitza. You're supposed to have shnei tavshilim. Shnei tavshilim, two cooked foods, the Gemara Pesachim tells us, and one is zecher la Pesach and one is zecher la chagiga. Because they used to eat with the, they used to eat the korban Pesach. And then, since the korban Pesach is supposed to be in the echal al hasova, only at the end of the meal, they would have to eat something else before. Meaning, uh, the, the keves that they would bring, the sheep that they would bring for a korban pesach has to be less than a year old. And since the sheep have a season, they don't, like humans give birth every day of the year. But sheep have a season. And so the season is right before pesach. And so you're only gonna have very, very young sheep. Because last year's sheep that were born before pesach are now gonna be older than a year. So they're not good. So you can have these very small animals. So everyone's only gonna get a small kezite. You're not gonna get a lot out of it. So you're supposed to eat it al-hasova when you're full. And so Chazal instituted, there's something called Chagigat Arba'asar. Chagigat Arba'asar, which is not brought this year, but Chagigat Arba'asar was another korban Chagigat they would bring on the 14th, so that they would have what to eat. They would have what to eat that night, also beforehand. When Erev Pesach comes out on Shabbat, so there's no Chagigat Arba'asar, because you can't... On Shabbat, you're not allowed to do shechita on, on a korban that's not absolutely necessary. The korban Pesach is absolutely necessary. The chagat arbasar is not absolutely necessary. Find something else to eat. And uh, therefore, it wouldn't be brought this year. But normally, it is. And even though it's not brought this year, nonetheless, we have the two tafsilim on the, on the kara also. He says, The minhag is to use one, a piece of meat, to remember the, the korban Pesach, and an egg to remember the korban chagiga. Why exactly? That's again, it gets a little bit interesting. He continues, Havasar Nagushi Ezroa. Venagushi Havasai Etzli Al Gechalim Bevatzeta Mavushelet. The minhag is, if you can, that the meat, it should be a zroa. The part of the front leg of the animal, the lower, where the foreleg is. The lower part of the foreleg. Why? To remember, Hashem took us out with zroa netuya. An animal has a zroa, so it's clever, use a zroa. Not always so easy to get. But okay, fine. And the minhag is to roast it. Why? Because the Korban Pesach was roasted. Which means, though, since we do not eat roasted foods the night of the Seder, you're not supposed to eat it. You shouldn't eat it because we don't eat roasted foods the night of the Seder, and so you shouldn't eat it. The egg, 
is supposed to be mevushal. It says, he says, we say, the egg should be mevushal. It should be, um, it should be, uh, boiled. And that's zecher, uh, lachagiga, whether why the egg, maybe avelut, the chobamid amigdash, a whole bunch of different reasons why it should be. However, that said, they should stay there. So some people have a custom, uh, to eat eggs as part of the Seder Pesach, either as the first food for uh, the first thing course of Shulchan Arech. You make, uh, after Hamotzi, Matzah, Maror, Korech, the first thing they give out eggs, or of Mutzafi writes that they would eat it by Halachman, yeah, they would eat it really early. Yeah. They would eat the eggs early, uh, in the Seder. Why? Probably because they were hungry. <laughs> Raising your hand? No. Okay. I'm guessing they're hungry, but okay, it would give you, I mean, it give you something to go through, but, uh, to go on for the rest of the Seder, but you should leave the one on the Kara on the Kara. So you have to have a bowl of eggs for everybody. And you leave the ones on the Kara on, uh, on the, uh, on the Kara. Kavachayim also points out that the Matzot are also, there's a different, if you look at different types of Karot, so, uh, there's different orders to how they go. Okay, some of them are more artistic than others, it's based on the Arizal, based on the Shla. Um, and if you look the Hasidim, if you look at one of the karot that they sell, these beautiful uh, silver ones, they're like very tall because they have the matzot underneath. So these these very tall structures and the matzot underneath. So the kavachayim seems to think that that's not right. The matzot should be in front. The matzot should be in front of the kara, not uh, not underneath, which is why Sfaradim generally don't do this. But uh, but you'll see these that have them underneath. He thinks they should be uh, in front. That completes the uh, sod of the kara. In a, uh, in a better way. And this is the point of the Seder where you start to use them. Because now, now we break for Yachatz, we break that middle matzah. We take the three, we take the middle one, we break it, and we put it away, the larger piece away for the Afikoman to be eaten by Tzafun. The Kafachayim will tell you you could try to break it in the shape of a Dalet and a Vav. I wish you tremendous Hatzlacha in doing so, because the Kafachayim also points out you shouldn't use a knife. Like, I'm not going to use a knife. It's matzah. Yeah. So if even if you have soft matzah, he says, don't use a knife, it's wrong, you're not supposed to use a knife, you can make a bracha, it's matzah, don't use a knife. Which, uh, even if you have soft matzah, but uh, it makes it much harder with the crack, with a thinner matzah to break it in any shape you want, it's much, much more difficult. We try every year, I've yet to accomplish this feat, we try, no, no. Um, and then uh, you do it again, and uh, so one of the Haggadot, it says, no, you should only have in your mind that that's what you're doing. Okay? So I try to do that, whatever that means. But um, to do it practically is very, very, very challenging. We take the larger piece aside, we put it away for the um, for the afikoman for later. The question is, why do we do that? You want to eat a half a matzah later, so eat a half a matzah later. Why do you have to put it aside for later? So either, then they get into a whole bunch of different reasons why that should be. The same way, perhaps, that the Korban Pesach was eaten at the end. It needs a special shmirah. It needs to be watched more carefully... So, so too, we set aside the matzah that's going to be symbolic of the Korban Pesach to be watched more carefully. And in fact, the Shulchan Aruch writes, you should take it and put it underneath. You should keep it next to you. Which is strange. If, you know, the Minhag in many, many places that you go and hide it. So if you're hiding it, it's explicitly not Mishumar. Meaning it's the antithesis of Shmirah. So uh, that to me seems strange a little bit. In my family, our practice is, and I never understood this, I think this is the idea though, based on this idea is that, um, I don't know where else they do this, but uh, we have we give each kid a little piece, we wrap it in a mitpachat, and they wear it around themselves. Each kid gets a piece, and each kid wears it. And I always thought that that was cute, because it gets, first of all, every kid's involved, it keeps them awake, and it's nice, but it could be also, now you actually have smirah on each piece, meaning, 
really, 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 each piece is now getting watched, which is what the Ikara idea, the idea behind it was, that the piece should be watched. Um, until then, it should be Mishumar special for the Tzafun, for the Afikoman. Whatever you do, you can accomplish it. So even if you're gonna hide part of it, so you can still take a piece of it and put it next to you to have it, you know, Mishumar next to it. You don't have to hide the whole piece. You can break it into pieces anyway, because at the end, by Tzafun, each person's gonna need a Kazayit. You're not, and if you have more than like three or four people at your Seder, you're not gonna get a Kazayit out of half a Matzah. For each one. So you're gonna have to bring an extra anyway, so what's the difference? So you can take the big piece, you take off a piece, and you leave it next to you, that's the piece that you save. Then you could hide, you could do whatever you want with the kids, uh, to keep them, uh, to keep them awake. One of the ideas here is, the Gemara says, Chotfin Matzah, we do all these type of things to keep the kids awake, to keep them entertained, to keep them awake, because the whole point of the Seder is, the whole point of the Seder is to transmit the Masora to the kids, so we have to do whatever we can, uh, to keep them awake. It says, Rabbi Kiva would give them Klayot Vegozim, he would give them all sorts of, I guess, candies or whatever it is, maybe Coca-Cola, whatever was available at the time, uh, to keep them awake, to keep them entertained, and so that they would be at the Seder, and Be'ezrat Hashem will continue with uh, the rest of Yachatz uh, tomorrow.